Hi, I'm David. I'm the Dungeon Master. Hi, I'm Paul. Sherlock Gnomes. This is Rob. Playing Talon. This is Sean. Who plays Thaddeus. And this is Josiah, a.k.a. Azir. I want to thank everyone for listening and give a special shout out to all our Patreons out there. Uh, we have a lot of fun making the show for you all, and the truth is, we'd make it even if no one listened. With that said, your feedback and contributions go a long way towards encouraging us to find even more ways to embarrass ourselves for your entertainment. If you get value out of the show, we ask that you think about giving a little value back. One way you can do that is by donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash roll to hit. If you'd rather get some loot in exchange for your support, check out our store at shop.spreadshirt.com slash the commentist where you can get a roll to hit t-shirt of all things. Of course, if you can't afford to part with even a single copper piece, we totally understand. Everyone can help out by rating us on iTunes or sharing the podcast with your friends and network. Thanks for your consideration. And now the show. So I'm going to wait till they pass by, wait a safe distance, and trail them. So Theraval has whiplash to what just happened. He took you guys in to see Hatteras' dead body because Perrin and his Irlad army defeated Aureus many years ago. I originally thought Hatteras was killed by Seidel as an act of revenge for Aureus. What if it wasn't to get back at Perrin, but to get back Perrin? Aureus isn't the only one who's been out of the public eye for a while. What's one of the few events a father would come out of hiding for? It's not about Hatteras, and it's not even about Perrin. It's about the Moonblade. The last report of whereabouts of a Moonblade being used was an Aralad. It will only obey its master and you need a set of requirements to become worthy of its wield. What did it look like Sendel was doing in that fortress you just came from? Uh, he had some kind of machine where he was seemingly draining life force or something from people. I failed all of you. Theravold jolts his hand and chugs the potion one swig. As you see, the light just fade from his eyes. Jesus, we suck. Um, is there any more barrels around that he's hidden stuff? Because I only have nine bolts. <laughs> so his place is completely given away. The last things he had, he gave to you guys in the fish guts. Dang it. The last thing you guys thought was you should probably go talk to the Goliath at the bar. But as we all realized, you out of town has just entered Theravel's house. He's now dead. Uh, it may look bad. You can assume the police or guards are going to come to the church across the street soon from the mayhem. You probably want to get out of town. Uh, he also gave you the map of Aureus and Seidel, like where they would have gone, which was some abandoned fairgrounds. Azir took the map. Talon knows none of this. He's, he's invisible somewhere. I comically slink backwards, and then I do that thing where you run really fast, and then the cloud goes behind me. <laughs> Guys, I got to get out of here. Goliath. What, what are we going to say to him? You got something to say? I mean, is um, that what you're gonna say to him? You got something to say to me? <laughs> well, I think he's he's because I've got one hit point and yeah, one key well key, key point. Um, I mean, I think he was like trusting of us. I think so. I think if we just tell him the truth, then he'll. All right, it'd just be like, hey, your boy's dead. It wasn't us, but we did kill his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe he likes belly rubs. I can do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's worth a shot to see if he has any advice or um, right. health potions. Okay, so you exit the late Theravel's house. <laughs> there is a police force outside the church now. Um, they haven't noticed you exiting Theravel's house. They're investigating all the mayhem kind of over in the area. The bar is west from this location. Go west, all right. young man. Do we have to pass by the church? I mean, like, oh, terrible. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. So, yeah, uh, as you're walking, suddenly you hear, hey, you! Points to Sherlock. Hey! Oh, sorry. I mistook you for the Superthal Strangler. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on, man. <laughs> goes back to investigating all the things. Um, Sherlock does notice he has a really cool magnifying glass, so if there's more time, he probably would steal it. But there's not enough time, so you walk. You kind of walk sheepishly to the bar. Uh, it's kind of busy. Um, it's in the afternoon, and that's when everyone in Silverthal gets drunk. You walk in. Steady, as you came to know him, is behind the bar working. You want to push through and talk to him? Yeah. Rather urgently, so he knows that there's something urgent going on. Sure. So Steady sees you guys pushing through and uh, puts on one of his glasses and goes, Gentlemen, what news do you have for me? Can we say, like, hey, we should, we should talk in the back, probably? I understand. <laughs> <laughs> he goes and takes it a big sign that says back in five minutes and puts it on the table everyone's like oh man I'll be with oh. it's, it's a Goliath sized sign <laughs> it's just a tree trunk that he, he's carved in back in five minutes with his hands so if you guys go in the back room the same back room you were hiding in originally um Theravald is dead Aureus and Seidel are responsible indirectly how did this happen um can we recount this Yep, so you explain uh, everything. You probably skip the part where he killed his daughter, no? Yes. Uh, yeah. So you, you guys invent your own truth of what happened. It's pretty much the same. The, the villains remain the same. Um, he just looks down. Uh, you've, you've never really seen him angry before, despite him being a giant Goliath. You can feel his just feet just trembling as he takes a deep breath and then just releases it and goes, What are the next steps? Um, we need to get back uh, Perrin. Perrin? Yeah. Perrin. I think we need to uh, make sure that Perrin is not in Aureus's possession. We should also find Talon, but that's a secondary quest. <laughs> <laughs> and um, make sure that if Aureus has the Moonblade, he can't use it. Potentially, we should take the Moonblade and give it to the elfiest person in the party. <laughs> Can I see this map you spoke of? Uh, sure. So, Steady looks at the map. He doesn't know maps, but he can recognize that this map would show townhouses and commerce. This really is the middle of nowhere. It's as Theravel said, this is like an abandoned fairground. He gives you some instruction on where it is. You guys are adventurous enough that you can figure out how to get there from here. Steady looks at you. I think it would be best if you people leave now. Uh, thank you for your help, and we're... As his ears talking, his kilt slowly slides down. <laughs> All you hear is, got him, but you don't see me anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, Talon, in a very somber moment of explaining the death of Theraval has pantsed, has de-kilted. I'm not actually gonna... You can't see me still. I'm staying invisible. But that's... I, I just that's hear attack. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, let out some... Uh, let out a and be like, who got who, bitch? <laughs> no? So steady, and pretty much anyone is not amused. Uh, Talon had no idea all this happened. <laughs> Talon's about to just learn of Theraval's demise um, and how fucked you guys all are. <laughs> um, so after this is explained, you see the kilt just kind of slide back on. <laughs> um, and Talon assumedly comes back into visibility as the hour's almost up anyway. <laughs> you guys are all ready to leave, and you hear some uh, knocking and kind of confrontal aside, and it goes, police, hey, steady, you're here? Hey, steady, we got some questions. And says, so he looks at you guys and says, I would exit out the back. 
All right, let's I, go. Let's go. Talon can tell us what he learned in his uh, adventure. Yeah. So Talon explains in his own words. He says. <clears throat> Talon saw the two remaining initiates and the master run out with the robed figure. The man's robe fell off, revealing an elf underneath. He was incapacitated, but did not look injured. You aren't sure if he was physically, chemically, or magically subdued. Leaning up against the church was an inconspicuous man who had been waiting there the whole time. He puts his fingers in his mouth and lets out a whistle, and a steed magically appears. The master voluntarily gave the passed out elf to the man, who tossed it on the steed and hopped off and rode off. The initiates then all went in different directions. Talon tried to follow the horse, but quickly lost sight of him. The ninjas escaped pretty quickly and with ninjas. relative ease. Um, let's not forget that these are trained martial artists and you all could barely keep up with the mirror image of an old man the last time you chased someone <laughs> through the city. <laughs> uh, so, trying to keep a low profile since it's possible they'll they'll put two and two together of wondering why you guys, why you out-of-towners came back a couple times to Silverthal at this point when everyone knew you were just here for the cases. But you're going to adventure off yeah, we to, should uh, get to a safe place in the wilderness, if, if there is such a thing, and take a long rest. All right, so on your, on your trip, uh, even though time is probably of the essence, being dead isn't all that helpful either. Um, so you take a long rest. Uh, you finally make it to the entranceway, map-wise, where this abandoned fairground should be. Sure enough, it is abandoned. You guys are really, like, in the weeds. You come to a clearing, kind of well-mowed for an abandoned area, but it is. There's still the... Uh, Penance leading up to a big sign that says fairgrounds. A couple of the letters have fallen off. You can assume this is where Theraval thought Aureus might be. So how many uh, bolts did I recover in that long rest? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any bolts? I have nine. Uh, is that what we were supposed to do with Goliath? The, uh, no, I, I don't think he had any asking bolts. For bolts. Time was of the essence. Actually, his little uh, drink stirs were all bolts. He has <sighs> tons of them. <laughs> <laughs> Buys in bulk. Just bulk bolts. Yep. So there is an eeriness to this abandoned fairground. You're walking underneath the pennants on the ropes when all of a sudden the pennants on the rope wrap around and get all over your necks. Roll for initiative. What? Really? Oh. Ooh. <laughs> 21. Oh, ooh. <laughs> Sherlock gets a 21. 13 for Talon. 6 for Thaddeus. 6 for Azir. Oh, wow. So Sherlock goes first. Sherlock, these ropes are around your neck. They haven't started tightening, but they are around your neck. Can I take out my dagger and... Is it like... What, what kind of rope? Uh, string. Not real thick rope. Oh, okay. It's so the I'm stuff gonna, they hang up on the fairgrounds. I'm going to take out my dagger try to cut it. Okay. Make an attack roll. Uh, 21. So if you can imagine the attack action as the act of physical contact with the target and the damage roll as the force exerted on the target, uh, before you even roll, the knife just slips through the string and just kind of falls to the ground. What? Talents, your turn. A pennant string is around your neck. What's the origin of these? Like, where, where are they coming from? Are they from? fate ancestry? <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were leading up. So it said fairgrounds, and they were kind of hanging from the fairgrounds. Like, the tiny flags on ropes okay, yeah, yeah. to draw attention. So can I do burning hands, like, up, up towards the line up top? Yep. It's going to be a 20, not natural. All right. So Talon, thinking quick, erupts his hands in a burst of flame as the string is severed from the top of where the flags were. So Talon burns the whole tops. Now all the flags are on the ground. They're still kind of wriggling, but they're no longer connected to the big post up top. Azir. Uh, so I, they're still around my neck? Yes. Though, just the, the source is on the ground? Correct. All right. Yeah, I'd like to um, just remove it from my neck, like reach up and grab it. And... All right. Make a strength check. Ten. Like crep paper, yeah. just like kind of tear it off and it falls to the ground. I'd like to pose as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do the same thing, just pull it off my neck. 
Yes, go for it. And uh, 21. Thaddeus rips it off with great favor, and it just kind of falls to the ground. So these things just kind of didn't do much around your neck, but they did attack you. I'm going to first, I'm going to... Do we get the, experience? They're still, like, wiggling around. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, like, step on it, and it's going to be, like, a close-up on my foot, and then it's going to zoom up, and all of a sudden, Sherlock has a cigarette in his mouth. When did he start smoking? He looks so cool. <laughs> this has happened so many times. He's smoking a cigarette. Really? Yes. <laughs> this whole story is about nicotine addiction. <laughs> all right. So the penance have been destroyed. Well done. Well done. <laughs> I think that's like... enough, enough adventuring for today. Let's take another long rest. Would you like to enter the fairgrounds now? Yes. All right, so you pass underneath a large, rotting wooden sign. The letters that remain still attached to the sign warmly welcome you to Gofo's Argrund. The first area you see looks a little eating area. There are some picnic tables, a place where food could have been purchased, um, and on the ground, some stones like around a fireplace and mm. a cauldron on the fireplace. Uh, Thaddeus, do you have any, like, um, anti-evil stuff? I feel like this is, like, a cursed place or something. Anti-paper, perhaps? <laughs> Sniff it out, man. Scissors? I mean, yeah, but, uh, I mean, I, I guess I can... I could do that to see any consecrated or desecrated place or object within 60 feet. I mean, I guess... That picnic, one, that picnic table looked a little suspicious to me. <laughs> I don't <laughs> the think they've sacrificed many a corn dog on that picnic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't think I have anything like that. And you're a But I will use say. divine smite extra times. <laughs> I guess if he has nothing. All right, so you're just going to lazily pass by the picnic table when suddenly you feel something cold on the back of your necks. You spin around. The cauldron was a mimic, and it's currently using its ladle to catapult its insides and splashing water at you. <laughs> Roll for initiative. Dang it. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. One, oh. two, three. <laughs> really? Yeah. And Jeez. you roll one yeah. and three? Yes. <laughs> I rolled Well, this is the fuck one that rolls threes all the time. <laughs> oh, shit. Josiah rolled a uh, one. I rolled a two. And Sean rolled a one and a three. Talon? Uh, Seventeen. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sherlock has a five initiative. Uh, six for Azir. Is that two ones in a row? Yes, it is, actually. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Two for Thaddeus. <laughs> Talon, you are first to this mimic. That has sprouted arms and is hurling water at you. I'm going to chromatic orbit. Okay. Wow, that seems excessive. Yeah. Uh, I rolled a one. <laughs> <laughs> roll the wild search. <laughs> okay. So, as Talon's ready to go and blast this guy with his chromatic orb, he, uh, he mixes up chromatic orb in his head with fireball and goes, wait, is fireball right? And then puts his hand on his chin and blasts himself in the face with, with fireball <laughs> as a third-level spell. Talon. <laughs> Oh, it hits me and says, yes. why is it hit me? Because that's that's what a, an eight is. You cast fireballs at third level spells centered on yourself. <laughs> oh Does he have to roll to hit? So a bright a bright streak flashes from the point. Each creature in 20 foot sphere. Oh no, is this, this all of you? It is, isn't it? <laughs> so all of you. This oh is how God. it ends. <laughs> You're going to kill everyone, Talon. Everyone make a dexterity saving throw. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, God. 11. Uh, an 8 for his ear. Oh, man, this is bad. A 9 for, for, eight for Talon. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. At least so, I'll hit the mimic, probably. All right. So I'm now going to roll 8d6. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I have a lot of help. I'm going to hit hard. Is the mimic within 20 feet? No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Just going to eat our bodies when we're all unconscious. It's a good thing we took that long rest, eh? Thaddeus is going to be the only one alive. He'll have one hit Possibly. Point. Well, uh, 86, so it's as high as 48. Is that math? So that could, that could kill me. My bad. 
<laughs> All right, so you explode in a thing of flames. I'm going to say the damage is half because as the fireball is exploding, this mimic is just tossing water at you from his cauldron and dousing you as his fireball erupts. Regardless, everyone takes 17 damage from this explosion. Okay. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have been dead. I would have. I think I would have been unconscious. No, I would have been unconscious. I wouldn't have been dead, though. I have four health left. So that happened. All right. <laughs> Uh, Azir, it's your turn. I too would like to cast Fireball at level three. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm I'm gonna wait, wait, kick kick a kettle. Yep, go for it. Or cauldron, whatever this thing is. Yeah, I'm going to attack it. Okay, fourteen to hit. That's a hit. All right, nice. I keep rolling threes. Eight damage from my bow staff. <clears throat> is it still? It's toppled over, so now it's kind of stuck because the cauldron's wider at the bottom than at the top. So it's upside down, with arms flailing. Okay. It's trying to right itself with a handle, like <laughs> like a kickstand. All right, I'm going to do another attack because that's how cool I am. This one is uh, several twenty-three. That's a hit. Three again. Uh, eight damage. Nice. And I do one unarmed attack for Spend funsies. all of your key points. <laughs> no, I, I just always do three attacks. Oh, that's, that's a crit. crit. Wow. Nice. Crit that cauldron. 13 damage. So Azir runs over and flips it upside down with his bow staff and then kind of like a hockey, just kind of hits it again, <laughs> flying across, and then races it. And by the time he gets to the side, just kicks it again. And it goes zooming through the air and you guys have Flying Cauldron Day initiated. <laughs> <laughs> So as it's flying away, it's hurling charcoal briquettes at you, and they are long since burned out. They're cold. So splashing mild water in you and hurling long burnt out briquettes, this mimic just went flying through the air. Yeah. Towns where. You want to take notes on the proper response to a mimic and not blowing up your teammates? You're very right. funny. You're very funny. So you're, you're now closer. You can see the uh, brightly colored booths. You're going to heal us? Dads. You want to heal? Hold on, I, want, oh. I will give everybody five. Except Talon. Oh, that's pretty good. Five? Think about what you've done, Talon. <laughs> <laughs> so lining the row are these booths, these old booths from the old fairgrounds. You see... Uh, you see an archery game, a dunk tank. You see the spin the wheel game, a whack-a-mole, and a kissing booth. Can I convince Azir to sit on the dunking game and seeing if I could correctly cast chromatic orb to hit it to go yes. down? <laughs> Can I see if there's any bolts by the archery game? Okay. So are you guys going to split up, or are you going to watch each other and laugh at it? We're going to hold each other's hands and go from booth to booth. Azir, go sit over there. It's a really nice seat, I promise. It's your uh, new throne. Roll a d20. <laughs> Uh, 60. 60? <laughs> Six. Uh, no. You do not convince me. <laughs> uh, so, they're at the dunk tank. Wait, wait, wait. wait. My persuasion I say, is I say, plus seven. I have a better idea. How about you sit It's deception, though, for you. Oh. Uh, ten, then. Deception versus your insight. My insight? Yeah. Uh, I just rolled the 20. <laughs> nope. Damn it. <laughs> so, archery, dunk tank, Thaddeus, what are you doing? What about intimidation? Both of you go on that right now. So, I'm going to go to the whack-a-mole. Okay. Oh, you're going to the kissing booth, be honest. <laughs> so, you, you guys are all at the carnival. You guys all put a gold piece in the in the game to play. Is this the mini-game portion of the <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blitz so, ball, right? Where's the blitz ball? So, first we go to the dunk tank, where Azir is not sitting on the on the top. Talon's kind of persuaded. 
persuading him, when from the dunk tank, this water weird comes out and flaps down in front of both of you. Roll for initiative. All right. Oh Just God. the two of you. It's a good thing I wasted my 20 trying to <laughs> not be convinced. <laughs> uh, 12 initiative for his ear. 21 for Talon. So the water weird pops out in front of you, flapping around. Talon, make your attack. Uh, I'm going to throw the assassin's blade of Korth at it. Okay. 12. So Talon, as Talon's getting at his blade, ready to hit it, the water weird swirls a little bit more and then just kind of stops moving. You don't think it likes to be out of the water. <laughs> I'm going to throw the blade anyway. <laughs> so Talon, like, gets ready and does a double check, then just kind of just, like, lobs it at it, and it just sticks straight in. It's completely dead. That's fine. Just making sure. <laughs> All right, so uh, while that was happening... Got him. Sherlock, <laughs> you were over at the archery booth looking at it. When suddenly, all the arrows rise up and spin towards you. They're coming at you. Very, very slowly. <laughs> just like... <laughs> can I just pick them? Yes. <laughs> it's just like you can just kind of move out of the way. You actually lose sight of one of them and it just kind of pokes you in the armor. <laughs> kind of, You brush them aside, but they're still coming at you. Just kind of poking you. Are they bolts or arrows? They're arrows from an actual archery game. Right. I snap them in half. <laughs> All right. Now there's eight arrows. It's like out. the Matrix, man. You can pluck them out of the air. Yeah. It's great. I feel, right. like, I feel like a zeer. I catch it and throw it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not so special. <laughs> All right. And while this is happening, Thaddeus is doing whack-a-mole. Thaddeus, make six different dexterity rolls. Oh, dex? Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's negative one. So two, seven. Okay. Uh, six, eleven. <laughs> you can't hit any of them. <laughs> Oh my god. Zero. Zero and nine. <laughs> so the mighty Thaddeus goes, all right, moles, get ready for the hits. Takes out his great sword to hit them all and just freezes as the moles don't just come out, they come zooming out. As they as six and smack you in the face, it's one for one damage. You take six damage. I've always been scared of moles. So Thaddeus takes oh six damage as the moles spring load out. And we all, we all lose one gold piece? Yes, from playing the games. So... Talon and Azir and Thaddeus. After this happens, you guys see this little ticket print out. But not uh, for Sherlock. What? I'm going to the kissing booth. You each have one ticket except for Sherlock. Did, so did they get two tickets? Yes. So Can I go to the kissing booth then? So, okay. So Sherlock goes to the kissing booth going, Meh. and he's looking. It's like a, the psychiatrist is in kind of booth from Charlie Brown. <laughs> it's just this stand. There's no one behind it. Just says kissing booth. And Sherlock just kind of sits there and he puts in a gold coin and just looks around when suddenly he just feels this like wave over him. He goes, oh, oh, oh my. <laughs> And that's it. And then a ticket comes out? And then a ticket comes out. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. All right. <laughs> You've played four of the games. There is a spin the wheel still. Oh, the I boots. spin it. Okay. <laughs> so Talon before he... And Fireball. <laughs> Talon runs over, and he spins the wheel around. The wheel's kind of lopsided as well. It's kind of warped, like when you leave the game of life out in the sun. <laughs> and then it just lands, and it lands on double skull. Oh, winner! No, as you as you, you all die. look around and you kind you of feel twice. this wind kind of whirling around, when from up in the sky, descending a giant tornado, black tornado opens up. As from the gates of it, this horrible giant <clears throat> skeleton horse falls to the ground slowly, hits the ground, and then crashes, blows a million pieces. What? <laughs> you think it may have been a nightmare at some point, 
but now it's just the skeleton and it exploded. It's all old. Then a ticket comes out. Nice. So I got two how tickets. Big was this horse? So basically, this thing has been deserted for like hundreds of years. I don't know. Well, how long do horses live? <laughs> well, it's just the skeleton. Yeah, I don't think it takes that long. Does anyone have uh, speak with dead beasts? Is that a thing? <laughs> speak with bones. All right. So kind of weird start as this scary fairground seems to not be working too well. You make your way through everything. Now you can see the tops of the tents. There are nine different tents in the area. If I see any clowns, they're getting fireballs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck clowns. What's up, Critters? This is Rob, a.k.a. Talon. So glad to hear that you're enjoying this season of Roll the Hit. We really appreciate all the love and the positive feedback that we've gotten from you. We'll be going to Gen Con later this year, so if you plan on going, shoot us a message and let us know. We'd love to meet you and hang out and possibly even play a session with you. I'm sure you've heard us talking about the live streams we do of D&D Adventurers League with the talented GM Tim. We recently started the newest season, which centers around the Curse of Strahd. Be sure to catch the whole session and join us in future sessions by searching for The Commentist on YouTube. To get updates on when you can tune in to our next live show, make sure to subscribe. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and now, back to the show. So Talon does a quick scan for any clowns. He doesn't see any immediately. It's just the tents. There are names out front. Funhouse Mirrors, presented by the Red Triangle. Uh, another one is Mother Stein's Reading Room. There's caricature drawings. Mm-hmm. Face painting. There's a fortune teller booth. Mm-hmm. The Browning Museum of Oddities. One of those milk bottle knockover games. A kid's playroom and the high striker strongman game. I think Thaddeus needs to go to the reading room. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh... I definitely want to check out those oddities. Anybody want to check out the oddities? I'm down. Yeah. All right. So you guys all come in. <laughs> we just all how this turned into thing. vacation. You all pay a coin. You put the coin in the slot to unlock the turnstile. Uh, Can we sneak in? Like, just pay once and all of us sneak in? <laughs> Can I use Misty's step just to get past it? <laughs> <laughs> you walk in and there is, it's a very dull looking room. There's just sand on the ground, poorly lit. There's a sign that says, a baby Terrasque. And it's just bones. <laughs> and then there's a mermaid with legs. Mermaid with legs. It's but it's like connected lady. to it. Connected to it as a tail. Sherlock, make a nature check. Fourteen. Sherlock thinks that the baby Tarask is actually just like a raccoon skeleton hmm. with some horns pasted on. Uh, the mermaid with legs is also unappealing. There's a one-headed death dog. You think may have just been a real dog. <laughs> uh, there's a Goliath midget that is also a skeleton. <laughs> His legs have been sawed in half and just kind of put back together. There's an albino frost giant, and it's just this pool of water with some paint mixed into it. <laughs> and then a bottled shadow is on the wall. So this is a very lame house of oddities. A uh, bottled shadow? Like, is there a... Is there, is it dark bottle? Yeah, the, the bottle is, is dark. <laughs> with Sharpie. Open it up. How should I open it up? Smash it. There's just a. There's also a cork up top. There's one <laughs> cork in it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why well, is the first thought to smash it? No, uh, I grab it and I toss it at Sherlock and say, "Catch!" Sherlock, make a uh, <laughs> dexterity check. Can you redirect it? <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> so Sherlock fumbles on purpose as the bottle breaks, and out from it comes this misty black figure as it comes around and then grabs Sherlock from behind the neck. Oh God. Uh huh. Roll for initiative. Should have caught. <laughs> caught it. How was I supposed to know that this was the real thing? 11 for Sherlock. 4 for Talon. Uh, 16 for Thaddeus. 19 for Azir. I'll save you. Thank you. If I don't roll a 1. 
Oh, hit. Oops. <laughs> Seems like I missed. So, despite all these crappy things, it looks like the shadow may have been an actual bottled shadow. In, in a sea of crappy P.T. Barnum oddities is a real shadow as it swirls around Sherlock and puts him in this headlock. 20 to hit, Sherlock. Yes, that is a hit. Nine damage. Puts me at zero. And your strength is reduced by four. Negative Eight. three. <laughs> Sherlock drops. Azir kind of feels bad. Azir, it's your turn, though. Should have caught it. <laughs> I will spend a key point to do... Um, Destroy shadow. Yes. To do fangs of the fire snake. So I'm going to cause uh, fire to seemingly roll over my quarterstaff. Okay. And my fists. And I'm going to attack the shadow. Oh God, God damn it. <laughs> Ten. Ten that, to hit. That's a miss. That is a miss. I'm going to attack again. 22. That's a hit. hit. Yeah. Eight damage, plus I'm going to spend one more key point to do 1d10 fire damage. Okay. Yeah. 10 damage. So 10 fire damage. 10 fire damage, <clears throat> 8 uh, physical damage. Bludgeoning damage? Yes. Does that work on shadows? 12. That's a hit. Sorry, uh, 14. That's, that's a hit. hit. Whoa. 5 physical damage. Bludgeoning hand big, damage. Big old hits. All right, so five divided by two is... Oh, sorry. I forgot to add my modifier. I forgot to add my modifier it's to fine. all those. Uh, oh, <laughs> then you may need the last attack. Azir, feeling pretty bad, goes, all right, and kind of gets his key going. As fire goes around his, his quarterstaff, smacks the shadow up a couple times, hits it again, um, and the shadow falls on Sherlock, then just dissolves back into the ground. Okay. So, yeah. you guys are going to leave Sherlock here? Duh. I'll, I'll stabilize can, him, med- medicate him. I can or, just oh, yeah. wounds. Do that. Do that. Ooh, ten. Ten house. Nice. Yes. Then I can just add a big old one in front of that zero. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. <clears throat> All right. Your strength score is still reduced. Boo. Boo. All right. And it's a good thing you revived him because a new shadow would have arisen from him one hour later. <laughs> he was dead. <laughs> All right. So uh, a rare misstep in this weird carnival. Uh, an actual bottle shadow. Other than that, this Museum of Oddities has been nothing but ordinary in a land, in a world of oddities. I, yeah, guess, in, I guess that makes it odd, doesn't it? <laughs> that it's so normal? Yeah. <laughs> so you leave the Museum of Oddities. If there was a guy there, you'd ask for a refund, but there is not. I want to go to the Strongman game. Let's do all it. Right. So, so while With your <laughs> that is basically like, goes, all right, the, the cure wounds, guys. Because he's going straight to the high striker Strongman <laughs> game. Next to it is that big hammer. So you could try to steal it, but it's connected to a rope right now. <laughs> uh, it takes a coin to play. I shall put in a coin. All right. Make a strength. Yeah. Oh, 23. 23. So Thaddeus his hands, claps them together, takes out the big hammer, goes, ready for this. He's looking at you guys, cocky. And as he strikes the mallet, he goes flying 23 feet in the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He falls back down, taking three damage. Oh, my God. I don't know if it would be funnier if I did one and I just hopped up a foot. <laughs> Three damage. And as he falls down and he sees a ticket come out. I take the ticket. <laughs> and then I give the finger to the thing. <laughs> All right. Can I do the uh, milk bottle? Milk yeah. Bottle so room? Talon's laughing and leaves and walks into the milk bottle room. There are three positions if all of you want to play at the same time. Let's go. Let's go. Well, who's yeah. not going to play? Let's do it. I, I... Are we wasting all our gold? Like, well, I have... 
34 more gold left. Oh, I don't have that much gold. I have 226 gold. <laughs> yeah, I've got uh, 180. You bought armor, gold. you guys. Yeah, that's why I, yes. I was like, okay. <laughs> that's why I have two left. So that's why I was like, oh, is it okay? okay but you I got two tickets. I do have two tickets. I can sell them to unsuspecting people. You too. I want to play. All right, so who's sitting out? <laughs> I'll sit out. Okay. I need my money. Rubs his butt as he's fallen to the ground from a very high height. Yeah. Uh, you guys all pick up this softball-sized... Uh, softball? Ball? No. There are no softballs. And you take aim at the three milk bottles. Everyone make an acrobatics or athletics check. Your choice. Oh, yes. Oh. Man, I totally would have passed Oh, that. this is going to be a close one. Gosh. Talon? 23. Oh, 22. 13. The ball comes back at us and hits us in the face. All of you go and wind up and throw the ball. Talon throws it with such force. He's going, oh, baby, as he's watching it go across. It hits the milk things, and all the balls just kind of fall to the ground. Everyone knows these games are always rigged. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) fireball. All right. Let's roll the wild search again. (laughs) All right. So Talon, displeased, launches a fireball at, at the milk jugs. 26. That hits the milk bottles. Two damage. <laughs> they ignite in fire, and nothing happens. They're still there. I'm telling you, man, these games are really rigged. <laughs> I hop I'm... over the thing and hit the... and just touch it over. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Sherlock is there, touching it over with his negative three strength, just pushing it, and you're all, and you're all laughing at Sherlock because he's so weak. He can't even knock over the bottles. I'm going to use burning hands against the whole cart. Well, I'm, I'm inside the cart! <laughs> so, so Talon, who's a bad sport, just goes, ah, and just watches, erupts in the fireball. It's like the same thing as before. It just starts burning hands everywhere. It's, it's like the wizard. Ah! <laughs> He's burning it down. You're all going, oh, God, it's like the great Hartford Circus fire all over again. Has everything's on fire, burning down. No one can find the exit. You're all in disarray. And you're all screaming in panic. And, oh, the humanity. And it all burns to the ground. And as you wipe your face from the ashes, nothing is left but the skeleton of a tent and the milk bottle still there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And on to the next tent. <laughs> face painting. You know the face painting? Yeah. So you guys walk and all of a sudden you get your face painted. There's no one in there. You're not sure what you expected. There is enough paint that maybe one of you could paint someone else's face. <laughs> it's enough room for one. Can I make Thaddeus a kitty cat? <laughs> <laughs> you want to? Kinda. Do you want to be a kitty cat, Thaddeus? <laughs> sure. So Thaddeus sits down. You guys are going. <laughs> what are you gonna draw on his face? Whiskers. The three whiskers <laughs> and a little nose and the nose. Yeah. So that uses up all the paint they have, and then Thaddeus oh is kind of twitching his nose, and then you see the paint just kind of erupt out as these whiskers <laughs> pop out of his face, <laughs> and Thaddeus's nose conforms into this cat's nose, and he's going, "Oh God! Oh wow!" Well, I can smell really well now. <laughs> I think I've got advantage on smell checks now. I've blown my cat whistle. Yeah! <laughs> As three cats show up and they are in heat. <laughs> I start rubbing up on uh, Azir for some reason as well. <laughs> oh my god. So you have temporarily or possibly permanently <laughs> given Thaddeus a cat face. Thaddeus does have advantage on smell checks now. Excellent. On uh, wisdom checks that require smell. You're welcome, buddy. Um, what's, I'm what's, the cutest kitty. Mirrors. Oh, no. Get ready. Are you too afraid of the funhouse mirrors? I'm just going to break every mirror. Goddamn funhouse bullshit. <laughs> it's not fun. Whoever so, thought that would be Funhouse fun. mirrors presented by the Red Triangle. You guys going to go to this sponsored event? Red Triangle. We should all go together and hold well, hands. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> hold hands. Okay. Uh, all, all four of you are going to go to the funhouse mirrors? Yep. 
And there's clowns everywhere. <laughs> no, so there'll be cats everywhere. <laughs> so you walk in and you see three mirrors, which means one of you is going to have to wait your turn. I'll wait. I'll just break the mirrors. <laughs> and now there's no gonna, mirrors. <laughs> are you going to break them before, I, before anyone can play? No, okay, fine. All right. Uh, so Talon waits. The three of you go to the mirror. There's a lot of rolls over there for a mirror. So the first mirror shows you with this giant head with tiny arms, and it's funny. And Sherlock, <laughs> you look in the mirror, and your mirror, you've got this huge stomach, but you got tiny feet. <laughs> and Thaddeus, you have this weird, twisted face. You have a giant face, but the mirror's kind of jagged, so your body's all, all weird. And there's a demon standing behind you. Azir, <laughs> with your giant head, you feel your intelligence increasing by one. Yes! But with your tiny arms, your strength decreases by one. That's fine. And Sherlock, with your... Giant stomach, your constitution increases by one. But with your tiny feet, your dexterity decreases by one. Oh no. That is, with your giant face, add one to your wisdom. But with your weird body, you have minus one to charisma. <laughs> What's on? Because you're funny looking. Nothing changed. Still, still a week. So, as all of you guys are talking about this, uh, Sherlock, before you leave the room, something unusual in the mirror catches your eye. And Sherlock, like, imprinted on your beard is this perfect woman's lipstick kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I broke him. So, Talent promptly burns down this booth as well. <laughs> all right. Reading. Reading room. So Sherlock the nerd walks into the reading room. <laughs> it's weird. Like, as you enter the tent, it's almost as if, like, you feel the air change, as if the inside of the tent is kind of disconnected from the outside. There are a bunch of books on the shelf. You would count 62 in all. Look at Wait, all. he actually took the time to count the books? He can do quick math. Oh, that's cool. Um, he saw 10 rows of 6 plus a 2. So Very using intuitive. a double 60 frame. <laughs> do any of them pique my interest? <laughs> there are too many to pique your interest. They all look the same size. It's like... Uh, it's almost like a series of books. Like, they're all the same series. I like to take out the first one. Okay. You go and take out the first one. It's called uh, Hello to Deceased Mansion. Look at the second one. Second one's called Don't Enter the Cellar. Mm-hmm. I put it back slowly. Okay. Gonna read all these books? Or are you no. just gonna... Look at the third one. Beastly Plasma. I open up beastly plasma and i gain 10 intelligence <laughs> <laughs> so as you open up the book erupting out of it is this green goo it's slowly filling up up the room i take go don't go in the cellar uh, as i'm running <laughs> damn <laughs> so you're you're slowed as you're running out because of the goo it's slowly rising so nothing is erupting out of, of the tent despite it definitely filling with green goo i say hey thaddeus look at this book and i open it up towards him okay as you open it up, giant vines rip out Thanks. and start wrapping around and grappling Thaddeus. Can I close the book? It's too late. The, the vines are all around Thaddeus. Thaddeus. It's the R.L. Stein room. There we go. Do we all have duck pimples now? Make a dexterity saving throw. Dang it. 14. Oh, no. Uh, so you manage to break through the vines with your 14 uh, as they snap off and the book falls to the ground, open as well, and then closes. I say, and this is why you should read more. <laughs> then I smack him. <laughs> Lightly. All right, so you've destroyed the book room probably because it's filling with beastly plasma, not monster blood. Yeah. Uh, can I check out the fortune teller? Yeah, I'll follow. So you enter. There is very much the stereotypical mechanical fortune teller there. Takes a coin to read your fortune. Yes. Talent puts in a coin. Uh, the machine just kind of opens his mouth, like opens it open, closing it as this little piece of paper slides out. Is it? Can I read it? Talent takes it. It's actually an image. On fire. It's all in black and white. A man is laying on damp stones in a dark room. Maybe a dungeon cell? Everything's black and white except for two red circles in the top left. Almost like eyes. Mm. 
Uh, yeah, I burned it down. <laughs> Wait, no, I want to do my first one. So, oh, the, the, the entire place? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Talon... No, oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait. I'll burn the paper right All right, now. so Talon yeah. flicks his, uh, lights his fingers and puts it on fire and throws it on the ground. I'm going to do burning. My, I'm going to do my fortune. All right, Sherlock puts yep. it in. Same thing. Opens the mouth, closes, out, slips a piece of paper. You look at it. It's a short person standing next to a bush. And the bush has, like, the motion lines, like a shaking bush. Are you? And it's like, the per, is the person talking to the bush? It's like he's conversing <laughs> with him. That's, that's, that's what you're seeing in your black and white little... Let's not get biblical here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is, am I the short person? You don't know. I'll keep my eye out for bushes. Let me know if, if I see bushes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I ready my bushes. <laughs> Anyone else? Uh, yeah, I'll try. Azir puts in a coin, spits out its image. It's all four of you. You're standing in a door. You all look shocked. <clears throat> now, the image is continuous, but the bottom half of the frame is dark, and the top half is light. Okay. Keep a look out for doors. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess I'll Thaddeus, do it too. Like to do it? So Thaddeus puts in a coin <laughs> and takes twenty damage. <laughs> <laughs> the fortune teller moves up and down, spits out a card. Thaddeus looks at it. This one's in first person view. You know your hands like the back of your hands, and these are your hands. <laughs> in first person view, you are leaning over the side of something. There's waves underneath you, and there's vomit coming out. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, say, wait, say that again. So first person view, okay. leaning over something, waves below. And vomit's coming out from first person. <laughs> I guess I needed that thing where I could drink everybody on the table like uh, Talon had. <laughs> Damn it. So all of you have your fortune, fortunes except for Talon who, burns, who burned his because he was angry at it. <laughs> all right. Can we speculate that the person in Talon's fortune was the guy that we're looking for? Perrin? It's possible. If only we still had to look at it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny because Talon was the only person who got a good look at Perrin as well. (laughs) Next time on Roll to Hit. I'm playing a guitar in front of a really sold out audience. Completely black except for a spotlight dead center. I'm going to putt first (laughs) and then charge them down. (laughs) There's a bunch of kid skeletons in there. Can I shoot a firebolt at the clown and then run away? And he goes, oh, God damn it. You don't separate, so I'll fall into nothingness. Not to be cliche, it's bigger on the inside than the outside. You think that's bad? Try 10 years. <laughs> and he takes a couple steps and disappears. And I'm going to try it first. Dragon on Thaddeus' shoulders. T-Rex, a mushroom, an alligator. That's what I'm talking about. So you're all waiting outside watching the embers twist off as the ash joins the stars in the sky. Can I put it on? Talon is now choking himself. I'm out. You guys figure it out. I'm leaving. <laughs> This is Paul from Roll to Hit, also known as Sherlock Gnomes. Uh, you can check out a lot of other great podcasts at thecommentist.com. That's the podcast network that Roll to Hit is a part of. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. You can find all of our podcasts. So, uh, yeah, please check those out. And uh, thank you. Make sure to subscribe and leave us a comment. And I love you. I may or may not have superpowers now. Yeah. Did you just Google names of R.L. Stein books? <laughs> I think he knew them by memory. But uh, I need to yeah. look up synonyms.